Today on Reverse the Post-Op Regain, I am discussing self-sabotage after weight loss surgery. This one's a common one that comes up, particularly as many people feel like they're unworthy of having lost the weight after weight loss surgery. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome to Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. I'm your host, Soraya Nikwan, a weight loss surgery dietitian, and I am excited that you're here today. This podcast is for anyone struggling with nutrition and weight years after bariatric surgery. You might be feeling confused, overwhelmed, and not quite sure what your body needs after that first year post-op. This is where I can help you. Join me every week where you'll leave supported and motivated to take the next step in your nutrition journey. Thank you for being here with me today. Now let's get started. Firstly, before I go on, I really want to explain what self-sabotage is and how it can show up for you after your weight loss surgery. So self-sabotage is doing actions or behaviors that directly go against your goal of maintaining your lost weight or losing the regained weight or even sticking to the pre or post-operative diet before or after weight loss surgery. There's lots of ways this can show up and often it may boil down to the fact that you may not believe that you are deserving of your success or that you have a underlying subconscious belief that you quote unquote fail anyway so why bother trying. Often we are our biggest critics and we are our biggest enemy in a way where we don't actually do the things that support us in the actions that we need. Often after the surgery, I find that there are many people who feel like they're an imposter. They've dieted since they were young and they have this underlying belief that every single diet has failed for me, so they're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. You might have experienced this and you might be fearful of that failure or if you've regained weight and what other people might think of you and how it's just that confirmation bias that everything fails and nothing works for you. You might find that this is quite challenging and quite triggering. And so if you do recognize that you feel like you are feeling like you're a failure and you aren't worthy of the success you get after the surgery, I would encourage you to seek more professional support in the terms of a psychologist or counselor to really unpack those feelings. Furthermore, you might feel like you are self-sabotaging because you feel embarrassed by actually having the surgery and you might have thought, oh, I could have done this diet and exercise wise, but you felt like you may have made the quote unquote cheats way out, which we know is completely untrue. So I'm just going to stop you right there off the bat. And ultimately what people do when they feel like they're an imposter in being in a smaller body than their previous body is that they start to do those pre-surgery behaviors and start to go back through all of the things that they used to do, which got them to where they were pre-surgery in the first place prior to having the actual bariatric surgery. This would then lead to weight regain and then that confirmation bias of, oh, well, nothing works for me. I may as well just give up that type of behavior. Another way that self-sabotage can creep in after weight loss surgery is that you sort of go against those bariatric nutrition principles. You know that you need to drink enough water. You know you need to eat enough protein and take your vitamins. But for some reason or other, you're picking up the next fad diet or you're going down to the next um, cookbook that's out on the market about intermittent fasting or keto 
or um, veganism as a diet or instead of a way of life. That shiny object syndrome is not going to serve you long term. Deep down, I do think you probably know that the next fad diet is not going to work for you. But for some reason, you just find yourself drawn to the next weight loss supplement or the next thing to do for weight loss. It's ultimately creating a decision paralysis and distracting you from the main issue, which is that emotional pain of struggling with the actual surgery itself and struggling to keep to those eating behaviors that you need to and struggling to actually get your protein in and find time to make your lunchbox and find time to plan your meals. We don't need to go for the next diet or the next fad to actually get back on track. All you need to do is focus on the here and now and what are you going to eat for the next meal? What have you planned for the next snack? What movement have you planned for today? When are you taking your vitamins? When are you getting your fluid in? Focus on these boring, simple things. And as with anything in life, the boring things and being consistent at those boring things ultimately make you the most successful. Now I get it. The fad diet promises that it's going to, you know, solve all your problems and you're going to get that ultimate success. But ultimately, what has it done for you in the past? Think about it. I'm all for adding more tools to the toolbox when they really do help you. For example, deciding to go on a weight loss medication to stop the food noise and to help with the cravings and the insatiable hunger. I get it. That works. But Are you going to do that cleverly by making sure you're getting enough protein or are you picking something that's a really quick fix and just negating any other aspect of bariatric surgery that you do need to consider? Ask yourself that question and I hope you're not repeating old habits. You're not going down that diet binge restrict cycle because ultimately we know where that leads. I often find this in the bariatric community as well is that you may suffer with that all or nothing thinking. If you're not doing every aspect of bariatric nutrition perfectly, there's no point doing it at all. Now, this is a common toxic trait that will lead you down the rabbit hole of not being successful and creating yourself that self-sabotage. Let's focus on a more sustainable approach and realize that, hey, one day you're going to be really top-notch at your protein, another day you're going to be great at your fluid. What are some strategies to add in on those particular days where you find it difficult to reach your protein and your fluid? How can you add in extra things? Could you add in protein powder on a Tuesday, which is your really busy day? Or could you sneak in an extra water bottle in the car to drink on the way home from school with the kids? Think about strategies after reflecting on what you're currently doing to work out where you need to improve. The all or nothing thinking can lead you down a spiral of feeling like you're not good enough, you're not going to succeed, you're going to fail, you're going to regain all the weight. Because we don't have the ability to realize that simple, small steps towards the common goal, even just the 1% difference, will make a big change at the end of the day. We don't trust ourselves to make these changes and we don't trust ourselves to keep up with it. And that ultimately is the issue here. We don't believe in ourselves. We don't have that self-love. We may experience low self-worth. And as a consequence, we don't feel like we are worthy enough of our success. So instead of getting stuck in all of this overwhelm, because all this creates 
is just that cycle that overwhelm creates the inability or the decision paralysis to make good food choices it stops us from being able to enjoy our meals when we get them it stops us from being able to even implement and change anything in our lives we just fixate on the wrong aspects Let's start by first acknowledging the sabotage, acknowledging which of these traits you do have and trying to work on something to resolve it. So if it's the all or nothing thinking or the shiny object syndrome or the imposter syndrome, which of those three are you currently engaging in? Get curious. Why do you think you are engaging in that behavior? Why do you think that you're not worthy enough of the success after the surgery? Having the surgery is not the cheat's way out. It actually is really challenging and difficult to stick to these diet parameters for the rest of your life. Why do you think you aren't worthy? Is it because you don't take yourself out on dates? Is it because you don't fill your own cup? Is it because you're so busy giving for other people that you don't give to yourself? I'd really encourage you to journal on this topic and to really try to figure out what's the issue here. You do deserve all the success that's coming to you after the surgery. You do deserve to keep the weight off long term. Yes, most people regain 10 to 20% of their lost weight, which would be up to about 5 to 10 kilos for the average person's weight loss. But uh, is it going beyond that? Why is it going beyond that? Have a think about that and then use that knowledge and reflection to then make small changes to work on. You won't be perfect straight off the get-go. I know that and you know that. Don't fall into the trap of that all-or-nothing thinking that if you don't hit all the targets, you may as well not hit it at all. One day you'll hit more vegetables and that's great. Let's see if we can do that again tomorrow, but add in some extra fluid as well. Or you did some great movement today. You might take a lighter day for the following day, but then what could you replicate that next day to make sure you get that great movement in again? Work on small but consistent changes. The key here is consistency. Consistent action leads to success. It happens in pretty much any aspect of life. If you're consistent with saving money, eventually you'll have a pot of gold. If you implement something small, but you do it consistently and regularly without giving up, even if you take a break for three days, but you don't give up, you don't give up on yourself, you'll see the changes in time. Too often than not in this entire culture, society, whatever you want to call it, everything is instant and we want results yesterday, not today, not tomorrow, yesterday. So if I haven't done it, you know, what am I even doing? Let's get out of that thinking and focus on those small sustainable changes, set really specific goals like I want to walk for 30 minutes a day and I'm currently walking for five minutes. So work towards getting to that goal, then make a new goal. Create incentives and rewards for yourself that don't involve food and try to keep yourself accountable. Get a friend to keep you accountable. It's helpful when you have someone else to encourage you and motivate you along the way. Overall, I do want to highlight that this is from a place of love and acceptance and I do want the best for you. I can help you with this in my one-to-one consult. So if you're interested in learning more, send me a message. This is obviously quite deep and this takes time to go through. You can't expect change overnight. So working with someone like myself or another health practitioner requires you to make the small consistent changes to get the results you desire. Now, I hope I've helped you today. I've hoped you have thought about it and reflected 
and I apologize if I have brought up some uncomfortable feelings for you. I do want the most for you after the surgery and I want you to believe in yourself. So if you take anything away from today's podcast is that I want you to believe that you are worthy of success after the surgery. No matter where you've come from, no matter what your journey is, you are worthy of success. And on that note, I'm going to leave it here. I look forward to hearing your feedback from this episode. Please send me a message on Instagram at The Bariatric Collective and I'd love to have a chat with you. Until next week, bye for now. Thank you for joining me on Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. If you would like to learn more about what I do, head to at the Bariatric Collective on Instagram or Facebook or visit us online at www.thebariatriccollective.com.au and reach out if you need support reversing weight regain or anything related to bariatric surgery. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment to review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. I look forward to chatting with you next time.